Thank you, Stephen. Good morning. I'm going to apologize up front because it may be a short sermon. Hope you don't mind, but hopefully it's powerful. Uh, kids, you got to love it. Uh, first, I want to thank uh, Stephen for the introduction and Pastor Hub for uh, giving me this opportunity. Yes, he's on vacation, so somebody needed to fill in, and I've been thinking about this one for quite a while, and he uh, helped me put it together, so um, he's happy with it, and I hope you are as well. Next, I want to thank my... Uh, uh, my better-looking twin, Art, for doing the announcements this morning. Appreciate you filling in for that. Did a great job. So, we can get started here. As you saw, the title of the sermon is Joy in Suffering. Kind of seems like an oxymoron. You have joy and suffering in the same sentence. Uh, but there's quite a few examples that um, show us uh, the joy in suffering and why it happens and what we can learn from that. Today we will be talking about suffering. We all know that Jesus died on the cross for all of us. I cannot imagine the pain he went through, the physical pain that he went through. I just cannot fathom what that was about. He got whipped, crowned of thorns, and carried his own cross. I mean, he was brutally physically abused, and he still had to carry that heavy cross. That just goes beyond a lot of comprehension. But for what? Spreading the news of God. But it doesn't seem fair. He was trying to spread the news of God and he got punished and beaten. But now ask yourself, is life really fair? And if you sit and think too long about it, that answer is going to be no. And I would agree, a lot of certain things that happen in life, they're just not fair. But let us try to get through that. So show of hands, when you became a Christian and you got saved, how many thought that it was going to be like easy right away? Were you right or wrong? <laughs> you were wrong. It's, never, it's not always going to be easy. Uh, but that's the way it, you know, God has it planned out. And, um, so maybe some of you thought it was easy. Some didn't. Life has its ups and downs. 
and that's for all of us. There's not a single one in here that is up all the time. There are up and downs in life all the time. In life, we suffer. Maybe not like Jesus did with the cross, but we suffer. Physical, emotional, and mental suffering. So how do we deal with that? How does each person deal with it? Do they deal with it by themselves or do they deal with it with others? Do we deal with it with Scripture? So 1 Peter 4, 12 says this. Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through. As if something strange were happening to you, we all know that when something good happens, the enemy always responds. And honestly, that, uh, that goes on in this church quite a bit. So that tells me that a lot of people are doing a lot of good, so keep it up. 1 Peter 4.13 tells us this. Instead, be very glad. For these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering. So that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world. For these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering so that you will have wonderful joy in seeing his glory when it, was, when it is revealed to all the world. So that tells us we are going to suffer. But there is an outcome. And what is that outcome? First of all, it's joy in just knowing the Lord. And it's joy knowing that his glory will be revealed be revealed to all the world, not just you, all the world. So now you can ask yourself, is there really joy in suffering? I know it's not fun to suffer, and we suffer in many different ways, but um, biblically, there's a lot to get out of it. There really is. James, 12, uh, James 1, 2 and 3. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith, faith produces perseverance. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith, faith produces perseverance. Perseverance. What's perseverance? Just keep at it. Keep going. No matter what. You will face trials of many kinds. But <laughs> the first four words, consider it pure Joy. Probably sitting there bawling your eyes out, but you're supposed to be joyful. 
man, that's tough. That's really tough. I was, um, Stacy and I went to a, uh, a funeral or celebration of life yesterday, and I wasn't sure, I, I, I brought the program, I wasn't sure if I would share it, um, but it was really good. I'll share with that in a minute. So consider it pure joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So do you see here is a result of God allowing us to suffer? I'm not sure if I can speak much louder, but thank you. I'll see what I can do. Do you see here is a result of God allowing us to suffer? But why, you ask? Ask yourself, what do you do when you are down or need help? What do you do? What's some examples? What do you do? Pray? Get in the Word? What's that? Call somebody? Call your elder. Talk to your elder. Yeah, all great stuff. All great stuff. So Pastor Hub actually did teach you something. That's awesome. He's going to listen to this, so I love you, Pastor. So when suffering occurs, what is your next step? What's your next plan? I turn to the Word. I turn to prayer. God always has a plan. He wants us to learn His ways and His teaching. So if you suffer, you can find joy. The best way to do it is get into the Word and get into prayer and call Stephen. <laughs> this one's interesting because um, after reading it and uh, thinking about it and talking to Pastor Hub and uh, looking at the, uh, the story of Job, uh, I want to preface this by saying that biblical scholars put his, the story of Job between eight months and two years. So if you read Job and everything that happened to him, it might have been two years or less. That is a lot of stuff going on for a man. And yet he stayed true to God. Absolutely amazing. So Job 36, 21, be on guard, turn back from evil, for God sent this suffering to keep you from a life of evil. If you give in, who's coming down to talk to you? The enemy, we don't want the enemy talking to us and telling us what to do and where to go and how to think. We want God. So be on guard. Do not turn your back. Evil will try to get in. For God sent this suffering to keep you from a life of evil. Now we know that God does allow suffering. 
but when he does, there is always a good purpose in it. And think about the joy we get by conquering the enemy. Suffering doesn't actually bring joy, but believers can experience great joy in the midst of suffering. It's never fun, but there is joy to be had because God allows it. One thing that... Uh, Oh, that's later on. I was getting ahead of myself. Psalm 119, 70 to 72. Their hearts are dull and stupid, but I delight in your instructions. My suffering was good for me, for it taught me to pay attention to your, to your decrees. Your instructions are more valuable to me than millions in gold and silver. You could have all the money in the world, or at least most of it, and it probably won't give you joy and happiness. Paying attention to the decrees of God will bring more joy than anyone could probably even understand. But we should embrace it. Again, God had allowed suffering. That was one thing that Pastor Hub was really making a point. I had a, some other words in there, and it just wasn't sitting right, but it more or less said, said God has made it happen. But he wanted me to stress that God allows this to happen. And there are certain reasons why he allows it. Very important. So God had allowed suffering by way of teaching and instructions. Lessons for all of us to follow God's plans and laws. To keep us from falling prey to the enemy. Yet again, we can find joy in suffering. Anyone who has not suffered, raise your hand. Yeah, everybody in one way or another. So Isaiah 61, verses 8 and 9. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. Everyone will realize that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant to them. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. So, even though suffering may not feel good emotionally, 
sometimes physically, um, there is a reward. We, ha- we need to know and understand that reward. We need to know and understand why God allows the suffering. But if you stay in the Word and pray, He will give you those words. So once again, we see a purpose in suffering that allows us to have great joy. Isaiah 63, 8 and 9 reads, He said, They are my very own people. Surely they will not betray me again. And he became their Savior. In all their suffering, he also suffered. And he personally rescued them. In his love and mercy, he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them through all the years. Sounds to me like some suffering can see good results. Romans 8, 16 to 18. For his Spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are able, if we are to share his glory, we must also share his suffering. Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. Now I can't wait to get to heaven and sit at the right hand of God to understand what pure joy really means. If that means I need to suffer a little bit down here, so be it. I'm ready. And we know, or should know, what lies ahead when we leave this earth. 2 Peter 2, verse 9. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment. God sometimes allows us to suffer in one way or another, not always about what we do or our fault consequences of the world and unbelievers. But it may also be our actions. Sin. We need to be accountable. So there's many different things that may cause suffering. It may be you, it may be someone else. In the case of Job... Didn't really do anything wrong. So Job suffered a lot. The the enemy punished him every way he could. Every way he could think of. Suffered tremendously with losing everything. 
but yet he still remained true to God. And like I said, from what I read, could have been eight months, could have been two years that this whole thing took place with Job. And keep that in mind. So now we read this, Job 42, 10, and 11. When Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. Then all his brothers, sisters, and former friends came and feasted with him in his home. And they consoled him and comforted him because of all the trials the Lord had brought against him. And each of them brought him a gift of money and gold and a gold ring. So Job lost everything, I mean everything, in this very short time. And he suffered a lot, but yet he still remained true to God. So here was the result of that. Job had more children. He lived to see four generations of descendants. He lived another 140 years after suffering. God's purposes are realized which can allow great joy in suffering. Yeah, he lived a long time. He had more children, more grandchildren, more great-grandchildren, and he had so much more than what he started with that God blessed him for staying true to God. So did he suffer? Absolutely, probably more than we could ever imagine. But look, look at the reward. It was amazing. I think people hear Job and say, boy, I don't want to read that, but I don't want to go through any of that. But yeah, it, it, uh, it was tough. So when Abraham was told to sacrifice his son Isaac, everybody remembers this, this story, this verses. Imagine the, insuffer, the, the, the suffering he endured while traveling to where he was told to go. So suffering doesn't mean an actual loss. Suffering doesn't mean that you physically got hurt. Suffering could mean that you're supposed to do something that you do not want to do. And how long did Abraham have to think about killing his son Isaac because that's what God said to do? I mean, if it took him, you know, five hours to walk there or two days, every step, every minute, every second, why is God doing this? Why do I have to suffer this loss? Why do I have to kill my own son? I, I couldn't even imagine. But Abraham stayed true to God and took his son to be sacrificed. Genesis 22. <clears throat> Excuse me. Starting with verse 10. <clears throat> And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy. The angel said, do not hurt him in any way. 
For now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld me. You have not withheld from me even your son, your only son. So God rewarded Abraham's willingness to suffer in obedience to the Lord. Sometimes God asks us to do things as well. Things we do not understand but are obedient to. That truly pleases God and gives us joy. So there's a lot of suffering in the world. Some suffering in this church. Just believe that there is joy that will be there in the end. When that is, I don't know. But if you stay true to God, stay in the words and pray, it will happen. So yesterday, we went to this funeral. His name is John Brown. I've known him since he was early teens. He died the 17th of August. He was 55 years old. Ironically, 40 years ago, he lost his younger brother to cancer. His brother never made it to his teens. Two years ago, John was diagnosed with cancer. Growing up with John, he, he was a lot of fun. Very steady, very fun, very smiled all the time. One thing I did not know I'm still not sure why it bugs me, but I did not know that he, was, he became a Christian very, very soon after his brother died. See, he was a Christian for 40 years. Didn't seem like it, but um, now that I look back, yeah, I can see it. He helped raise four kids into being God-fearing children, three boys and a girl. Their testimonies yesterday about their dad was just amazing. The reason I bring this up is because his wife, his four children, his parents, granddaughter, and close friends are suffering right now. But what is their joy? They may not recognize it at the moment, but what is their joy? Their joy is knowing that John is seated at the right hand of God right now. And he's not suffering, and he's glorifying God. I hadn't seen him a whole lot, you know, in the last 20 years just because of his kids busy and all that stuff. I get it. Um, but if I saw him just out of the blue, we could pick up and talk about anything and everything. And that's a true friend. He had people a lot closer to him than me, which was fine. Uh, but his suffering 
from what we understand, going through chemo and everything else, um, the testimonies we heard about him, smile on his face and joy in his heart because he knew where he was going. And the young pastor that did the service yesterday, from day one, from the second he found out the diagnosis, he was at peace, even though he suffered. So there's a lot to gain in suffering. A lot to gain in suffering. So please figure it out. Reach out. Get in the Word. Praise God. Pray. See, in closing, there is and can be joy in suffering. Thank you. Thank you, Dan, for the words that God gave you to help us um, know the truth and understand that even though we're going through these trials and um, sufferings today in this world, that there is an answer, there is a way out of it. And um, just my prayer today is that each and every one of us that are going through this, that we learn how to open the word and know where to find these scriptures or reach out to other brothers and sisters in Christ or your elders or um, just to sit alone and talk to God and he will bring you through these trials that um, and these sufferings that we go through and we thank him for that um, just my prayer is just um, that we all hear God's word um, speak to each and every one of us thank you in Jesus name we pray <laughs>